to Reassembly Required. I'm Gillian, and I am here tonight with Gareth. Yeah. And the OG, she's back. It's Katie. Ah, Katie! Katie's back, everyone. And as talkative as ever. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Hi. How are you? Great, thanks. That's awesome. Okay, so we're going to do a little bit of a catch-up with Katie first. It's going to go forever this way. <laughs> Katie... You watched WandaVision, yes? Yes. What are your thoughts? Well, look, there were a lot and not a lot all at the same time. It was all very new to me because I don't do comics or any of that, so I didn't see any of it coming. Oh, but that's that's good. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how I did... really enjoyed it. Obviously, the first three could have been, you know, one episode or half an episode, and I probably would have been equally as happy because... As someone who didn't know what was going on, it was really freaking boring. But once I got to, you know, three quarters of the way through the third episode, I loved it. Awesome. That's great. Um, and what's your biggest, the biggest thing that you liked out of that series? Um, I liked Wanda's development and I liked that you actually got to see more of her backstory and understand how cool. she became who she was. Were you disappointed that there was no Aaron Taylor Johnson cameo? Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah. It could have happened in that Hydra Lab. I'm sorry. It should have I'm happened so- in that Hydra Lab. I'm- no excuse whatsoever. I'm still sticking with that. Now, we are talking today about Falcon and Winter Soldier, Episode 2, Star Spangled Man. With a plan. What a name what of a an plan. episode. And also, we kicked the episode off with a marching band version of that wonderful <laughs> song written by Alan Menken. Oh, dear. That was also my um, ringtone for a while. <laughs> and I was jealous of that one too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Katie, you saw the first episode last yes. week. What did you think? Because I was totally disappointed. <laughs> um, I quite enjoyed it. I guess it was a good way to pick up their storyline again. Yeah. But it was always interesting to see how they were going to mash the two together. I thought that was kind of roughed over, I guess, in this, that it was two very separate stories. And I kind of liked that and thought it would have been a big hoo-ha when they got back together, but didn't yeah, really happen. Because you also do... Yeah, exactly. So you kind of thought they'd get back together in that episode. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Did, no. I thought the pacing was just a bit yeah. slow. Um, but after WandaVision, I was expecting a lot slower, so I guess I was mm, still surprised. That kind of, yeah. Because with WandaVision 2, it wasn't even so much a pacing with that, but like... Because you had no idea, so like your tangents were all over the place with yeah. what you think might happen next, and then it not happening. Well, I kind of at feel all. with WandaVision. I mean, I don't want to make any assumptions, but I kind of feel based on previous conversations, you weren't really up on "I Love Lucy" and "Bewitched" no. and that sort of thing. So nope. those whole episode dedications to those. But I sat there going, "What on earth am I watching? Yeah. Why did I just watch this?" So, whereas a lot of people get it, like I'll call that a good tribute for someone who does like the MCU but never watched those TV shows. I understand those first three episodes would have been As, like especially, a, and I will say, a non-American. Yeah, 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 yeah because um, we got the repeats and everything here, and I grew up on them because they were shown in a time where Nan used to watch them. So that's how I knew them. But they filtered off in our consciousness, yeah. but they're very much a stalwart thing in America. So yeah, I can gotcha. see how that would be. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Totally out of my head. Missed all of it. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't think we'd come as crashing to the ground as we did with our first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier or the Falcon and Bucky show, as someone else called it. Um, Sam the Eagle and Captain Communist. <laughs> Captain Communist. <laughs> That's what oh, I was about to call um, Then this episode happened. What did we think? Gareth, do you want to kick us off? Go. My hormones, emotions and everything (laughs) are through the roof and I've never been so up and down in just one episode. Oh, my God. I, For the first start of it, I was in love with Wyatt Russell as Captain America and then immediately one look from Sebastian Stan... Norma Desmond's all over the place. ...just changed everything and I was just... I suddenly was on his side and against... The hatred The hatred was real (laughs) against John Walker. After just loving him and then saying, nah, you've taken it away. So Bucky brought me right back down to it. But then on Sam's side as well. And then suddenly in the last six seconds, Daniel Brule comes in and takes my heart. (laughs) With the tilt of a chin. Tilt of a chin just like that. Oh, my God, I'm back in Civil War. Oh, tell me, Bucky. Okay, so, Katie, what did you think? And then we're going to get back to Civil War. 
Katie, what did you think of this episode? Um, I liked it. I guess it kind of brought it together like I was expecting the end of the last one to. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's given us the bad guys, which is good. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of see where they go with it. Yeah. The whole who is super soldiers and who's not was a really interesting combination. But I'm going to talk about go. that in a minute too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I watched, um, I watched every Falcon and Bucky moment leading up to this. <laughs> so, so even the little bits of Sam in Avengers Ultron, I sat through. <laughs> and I did, yes, I did the Ant-Man thing too. I may have turned the Ant-Man thing off after I saw yeah, okay, Falcon to yeah. move on to the next movie, but I did. Um, I originally, I think, remember we did our polls, it was like, what's your best movie and stuff like that, and mine was Ragnarok. Yeah. I think Civil War's taken it. I'm so proud of you On right a rewatch, <laughs> And I... I know you love Winter a Soldier. as if it's like the first time. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's watching for the That's first time. That's what I said. <laughs> a, rewatch. <laughs> um, and I know you love Winter Soldier mm. and I have desperately tried to get into that and I, I just can't. I mean, obviously there's his torture sequence, which is amazing. Um, and I've tried to get into that the way that you can and I, I can't. I do enjoy it for what it is, but there's something about Civil War that just cements everything for me. Now, the one thing in Civil War that I would redo is the scene with Steve and Bucky in the jet when they're actually starting to address the issues between, or not even between them, but what the issue of Bucky is doing to the rest of the team. To me, there was just not enough emotion from both sides. And I think they're trying to say, you know, with the old stalwart men thing, so we're not going to show that. I love that we're starting to see Bucky have that emotion here. The moment in this episode where he lost his and said, maybe maybe Steve was wrong about you, and if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. Absolutely broke my heart. I was like, that's the Bucky I want, and that's I want to start to see him deal with that relationship because, as we said, in Endgame, it just got completely swept under the rug yeah. for everything. Um, and so, I enjoyed their visit when um, he said, oh, you don't just stop being a murderer. Like, that's not a thing. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, and, that also, well, and that's it. And that especially, I'm like... That clicked to me much more with those code words. I'm like, is it still in there? Like, we're about to find like out. We're about and to find out because obviously we're going to go to Zemo and find out. Because Gareth, do you want to say what your theory is on what you think is going to happen the next? Well, episode it with seemed Zemo? to point in that direction is with the trailer and everything pointing out um, when Daniel Brühl signed up for this was okay. Zemo's back, and Zemo obviously being a villain in Civil War would be a villain. In this, and we finally see him with the cowl on, um, taking the mantle of Baron Zemo in his traditional outfit yeah. of what he wore. And so the assumption coming into it has been that he would be the villain. He is the big villain in this TV series. But there's no scenes in the trailer. It's only literally him just saying superheroes should not be allowed to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and his work's not done or something. And yeah, my work is not finished yet. So it appears in this that they're going to go to Zemo and go, hey... There are now new super soldiers, and he's going to go. Oh hell no! And then bust <laughs> well, out and be on hold, killing you guys. Yeah, that's it. With them. Right, that's it. Like Bucky's tortured, but enough, and maybe feel like he had control. So maybe when he sees him, he's either going to break up the code woods or he's not. He's going to join sides with them to get rid of these new super soldiers, and then yeah. when they're gone, he's suddenly going to turn to him and start going benign freight car thing, and it's all over. It's sexy, sexy and Russian. Sexy, sexy, <laughs> sexy Russian. My next um, tattoo. And that's yeah, that's and I think that's it's great to see. It's not even an unhinged Bucky. He's not unhinged by any stretch of the imagination. But we're starting to see a much more emotionally turbulent Bucky, and that's going to make you far more susceptible. To stuff what like that. Then. I seem to like about the Bucky scenario is the Bucky Barnes from Captain Mary the First Avenger was very much an American Bucky Barnes. Um, and like military guy sort of thing as you He was through. a Captain America. He yeah. was the good old all American. He was it, right? Guy. Exactly yeah. right. Um, well, he's come back in this, and even though, yes, sure, he's done a thing in Wakanda um, and taken down White Wolf and blah, 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 and the Star Trek story, get the hell out of my office. But. <laughs> We seem to be – what I like about him is there seems to be that old-school Cold War USSR cannot be humiliated attitude that's shining through that he's just overcoming throughout this. So it's not just old Bucky coming through. 
the release of the emotions and everything just is rooted in that old Soviet communist life. And this is what I want to talk about from last episode because one of the big things I said was, I don't like Bucky. Mm. And I feel conflicted about that because I love Bucky. Mm. But then do I only love Bucky because I love Steve the way that I love Steve? And she loves Steve. And I'd just (laughs) like to point out, if you don't know me, I love Steve. Um, still alive, I'd just like to add, if you've heard Sam Wilson in present this episode, tense. just talking present about him in the tense. present tense, what you and Steve won't or will not understand, he's still alive. Sorry, Steve, different tangent, Bucky. I realised what it is that I don't like about Bucky, and this is such a credit to the writers, it's such a credit to Sebastian Stan's acting, is that he is 106. He is a grumpy old man in that yeah. first episode. He's a grumpy old man. And I'm like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And that comes through in this. He's not taking any shit. Like, hey, I'm John Walker's offsider, his partner. I'm Battlestar. And he's like, stop the car. I'm not dealing with this friggin' heroic crowd. Absolutely. I get it. I've done that. I have done what he done. (laughs) I I get it. (laughs) The scene where Sam gets out of the car and Bucky's halfway down the road. I've been in that situation with you. It's true. Absolutely (laughs) true. Done. I have no time for this. Bye. Yeah. I don't know where this road goes when I'm down it. Yeah. So, yeah. And what I, th- I think works perfectly with that too is that, and I said this before, uh, I think I said this before we watched the episode, I don't think when Marvel cast Anthony Mackie, they knew the little ball of gold that they had in their hand. He is sensational. He is. He is sensational. Yeah. Um, and I like to see... He's such a he's so natural, like when he just throws out like the odd lines here and there and whatever, and it's interesting to you actually watching Sebastian Stan trying to come up to that. Like I love it. I the think it's really the reason good. why. And you've said this through when we've watched it. We've watched it twice now because it's who we are as people. Um, Can I just say why we watched it twice? Because we watched it the first the first episode once, absolutely ragged on it, yeah. and then went back and watched it and went, oh, mm. in the very first scene. <laughs> The guy says, hey, Sam, this has to be subtle. And he jumps out of the thing. And the whole episode is subtle. That's what it is. Yeah. Like you have to, it's, it takes a couple of watches to get everything. So I wanted to give it its due. <laughs> so be it. Both times, Gillian has said during it that she felt like Sebastian Stan wasn't letting go um, enough in the character. And I kind of feel, compared to Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie, who am I loving, is Sam Wilson. But Sam Wilson and Anthony Mackie are very close to each other. He's very plain himself. And letting that shine through. And it works. So there's no judgment whatsoever. Some people don't need to be stupidly versatile. You can just let yourself come through in the character. Sebastian Stan in everything that he's been in and so many more things than Anthony Mackie always plays something. He has never played himself. If you watch himself in interviews, he is a completely different person to the character. And I feel like that's why it's different. It just everyone watch I, Tonya. I've everyone said watch it, I, Tonya. I've said it once to say it again. It's amazing. So Anthony Mackie is... Jeff Galuli is amazing. <laughs> Anthony Mackie is definitely in his comfort zone of being Anthony Mackie. He can do that. And Sebastian Stan, I kind of feel as they're going, I want to release, but I, I I'll fall into me. And I don't think he wants to fall into him. I think he's holding back because he wants to maintain. I know. Bucket. I get that. I just, I would like to see it. And I would like to see him let go, like I said, because I think we need to get some unresolved Steve issues out. Steve feelings out. Them or you? I Look, <laughs> we've already designated that I'm the therapist. You are absolutely <laughs> the therapist. 100%. <laughs> she just said, I know that look. What's wrong? I'm like, I've said that too many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too many times. Absolutely. But I feel that this episode had the pacing that the last one didn't. This episode had everything. This had the action. It had everything that we were kind of this waiting on. was this thing that they were, like the reviews had raved about. Everything that the reviews said everything, was this episode. Everything that we'd seen in the trailers was everything this Everything in the trailers was this episode. Which another, except for the Zemo moments, which obviously they needed to include him because we were, they were building up to be a villain, which I still think is a twist that he's not. But all of those action scenes, him like the what's the plan stuff on the plane, done. The fight on top of the truck, done. Yeah. That stuff's done. We have four episodes still to go. Yeah. Like, we don't know what's coming Yeah, now. the only things we know are we've got Madripoor, yep. which is the um, Asian uh, country in the Marvel yep. Universe they go to, and Sharon. They're the only two things that we know that are actually yeah, on the way. Yeah, actually going. We didn't get much footage of that. So we went from last week going, we saw nothing from the trailer. We saw nothing. What's going on this week? We're like, okay, the trailer's done. <laughs> I want to complain to everyone right. because we didn't see anything, anything in, in the, the trailer. trailer. And now... Yeah, the, the trailer's listen, done. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they did. They want you to want the trailer. Here it is. Warm. But this was everything that I wanted, and it's it's 
because I am so passionate about Steve Rogers and I can't say it enough. She can't. This was everything I needed from Bucky because mm. I was I was kind of feeling like, well, what was the point? What was the point of setting up all of those movies and your relationship with each other to have it just gone in Endgame and then you come back and then it's still nothing's addressed? Like, what's the point of that? There's no point. No. Um, and, yeah, so I'm very happy that, that we're starting to get that. I'm really that. enjoying the shrink aspect. I think that's a really, like, mm. quirky way of actually getting, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I also love that she's a military therapist. Yeah. Like, that she was a soldier and she's like, I know where you come, like, where you're coming yeah. from. Cause I he, can call you on yeah. your bullshit. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, Shuri can do whatever you need biologically, but sometimes you need Yeah, no, that's it. You need, 100% more need than someone that. who understands. Um, Gillian? Yes, Gareth? Your thoughts on Isaiah? Oh, look, so Isaiah Bradley, and I think I mentioned this last week, so he originally came into the Marvel Universe, the comics, in 2003, but his entire story is a retcon of Steve Rogers' super soldier Mm. program. So he was the original Captain America. He was the number one for Planet Rebirth. Then something went wrong. The government was terrible. They used him as a foil. And then he got his ass handed to him and put in jail. Next thing, golden boy Steve Rogers comes out of whatever with his little sidekick, Bucky. Bucky in the comics, he was a 12-year-old mascot for Camp Leahy. Damn right. I don't think that's legal. I don't think that was even legal then. Like, yeah, weird. It was weird. And in the first episode, they go to... Do they go to England? I think they go to England, not to Germany. Um, But... So no one knows or no one questions the fact that there's a man with a 12-year-old boy. Steve dresses up as his grandmother. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. So, I know. So to I'm see... I'm not in a hurry to... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. That so to see where it comes from is so interesting. So I, I find that when they brought Isaiah Bradley into the Marvel Universe, they were like, let's get rid of this fluff. Let's deal with some real issues, which we are starting to see, like... Especially when Sam says, don't come in here with your overextended life and tell me about my oh. rights. Um, I think Isaiah, I think we're going to see more of him. I think we might see some flashback of him because Carl Lumley is not that old yeah. <laughs> as an actor. Yeah. Um, and I believe that the young man in the house with him is his grandson, Elijah. And Elijah ends up becoming Patriot, who is the Captain America standing in the Young Avengers. And as we've seen, we keep pulling in these kids for the Young Avengers. So um, that's definitely on the way. I love that we keep seeing these people for the Young Avengers. So we've got Hayley Steinfeld, obviously, as Kate Bishop. Um, We've we've met Billy and Tommy. We'll probably get the... um, Age up. Yeah, we'll probably get the teenage versions of them at some point. We've recast Cassie Lang Mm -hmm. um, uh, for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So she's going to take on a mantle. I really hope... I really hope... So... They've cast Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Um, but his young his younger version from another another parallel dimension was is Iron Lad. Yeah. Who takes on like the Tony Stark thing and becomes one of the young Avengers. I really hope they bring Harley Keener back. Yeah. I would love to see Harley Keener, as we we know he is like into electronics and everything from Iron Man Three. I really hope we bring him back. For Iron Lad, because I, I know think we've got he Riri hopes that as well. Because I, I, yeah. I follow him on Instagram, and he's just living his life out like he was in his school production of Beauty and the Beast as Gaston. Yes, and really excited about that. <laughs> and he is, he is, he's just living his teenage <laughs> life and think, just being a happy guy. But I also I'm think like, he has one of the quintessential moments in movies is when that Jurassic Park theme plays, and he runs to and the, opens the he opens window the curtains in the, the hotel room, open. and you see the park open. Damn I right. think it's amazing. Damn right, yeah. yeah. So, like, sort of had moments. I don't, yeah, and I kind of hope, if you're out there, Harley, um, I don't want him to become the child actor thing, because he doesn't look like he does anymore. You saw him in Endgame. He looks completely different. Yeah, whereas Nick Robinson looks exactly like yeah, his brother oh, from Jurassic right. World. Exactly looks exactly the same. The same. <laughs> he does not super look serum in that kid. Anyway, um, yeah, so he's just chilling and loving his life. So, yeah, I'd love if they brought him back. Yeah. I think it'd be great. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd love that. Sorry, I know that's a complete aside to what we were talking about. Not at all. But um, this, this episode to me actually felt like a movie. It actually felt like I could be watching it It's in currently one of my top five Marvel movies, this episode. <laughs> this episode <laughs> yeah. alone. Um, and what was great for me is that 
I had a theory that all these stories are going to come to a head and then filter out. So then you've got your Young Avengers and all the new people coming through like Shang-Chi and the Eternals and stuff like that. But I have a feeling it's really setting up Bucky and Sam to, to be around for a while. I hope like, so. Me too. I do indeed hope so. Right. And I Sarah hope so too. <laughs> yep. Obviously said in this episode is we need to sort out what we're certain and we're going to go our separate ways and I kind of feel like... That's not going to happen. Yeah, they're obviously... Because that, like, that they biggest, love each other. Yeah, it's the biggest setup line ever too. We're going to sort this thing out. And then we're going to stay together, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that's it. But again... I mean, and as much as... As much... <laughs> I was going to say, as much as I hate Sharon Carter, and then I just stopped because that's just a sentence that's in itself. That's the end of it. And thank you for joining us on <laughs> Everything We Required. As much as I hate Sharon Carter being back in it, I thought, oh, maybe that's where a romantic tension's going to be. Mm. Might be for Sam. I'm not going to say that wrong, but we've already met Leah from yeah. the bar. Yeah. But then there's lots of um, clips and, and uh, stills that I've seen online of Bucky and the kids, the nephews, Sam's nephews. Yeah, okay. So he and Sarah might take a thing. And I know that there is a Sarah Barnes in the Marvel Universe somewhere as well. And yeah. she's Sarah Wilson at the moment, so that could be a thing. Who and knows? I'm fine with that. There's yep. um, so much that could happen with these. But I don't, yeah, where are they going to go? Is this yeah. going to be the end of the Falcon Winter Soldier in terms of movies? Are they next going to rock up in the next Avengers? Are they done for movies? Or yeah, what's going to happen? Like, you just, but they you could have, know. after watching this, and I know that they wanted to spend time on their stories, which is why it's this long format, they could easily do, they could easily do another movie. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Easily. Yeah, but I feel the thing with that we learned in Civil War was Civil War, obviously, right before Infinity War, is we'd gotten to that point where no one could do a standalone film anymore because they knew each other too well. Yeah. It made no sense to somebody go, this movie's just about me and I'm not going to contact these people who are with me all the time <laughs> yeah. at all whatsoever. It's just me. It was kind of even awkward in Iron Man 3 mm. after the Avengers that it was just about him. Like, that was sort of like the end of the weirdness. Um, but then we started to bring people in, and obviously Thor was going with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Civil War was just like, we're all here! Yeah. Um, and the Hulk was in Thor, so... Isn't it funny, because when we first saw Avengers, we called it Iron Man 2.5. Yeah, yeah. And yet when you watch Civil War, it's not it's Captain America Civil War, but it's like Avengers... It's Avengers 2.5. 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely it. Yeah. It's like, you don't need... No Thor, no Hulk, and that's really it. Everyone else is in it. Um, so, like, Doctor Strange, like, there's no reason for them not to be around. They there's keep no saying re- there's no such things as wizards. Yeah. And we've <laughs> just seen witches. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, we're setting up Doctor Strange really strongly. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, obviously, Shang-Chi being an origin, he's not met these people. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine for him. Mm. Captain Marvel, that's going to obviously bring in um, Monica Rochambeau for yeah. it. The, I'm very interested to see where the Eternals fits in with life. Yeah. Um, because to me, obviously, being from where they come from, it's more of a Guardians of the Galaxy. But when's that not set? The, absolutely. I have no idea. Right? I really have very little. a long little, time ago. Well, yeah, because they're, they're alien beings. Yeah. But they're who we've based our gods on all yeah. through life. So, so again, like, but what, again, what I love is we're kind of at that point at the end of Infinity, Infinity War where we're like, uh, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Where yeah. are we? And yeah, now, we literally go anytime, yeah. anyplace. Yeah, that's it. And everything and was sort of building up towards, yeah, we had the lead up to Thanos. Thanos was obviously going to appear at some point and do something. Yeah, we knew it's coming. We are now at that point of like, where, when, what, where? And I yeah. love that. I love that it's not obvious. Yeah. We're so not obvious on where we're going. It's not an obvious build up to Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. And, mm. and everyone's throwing everyone out there, oh, this is going to be this, and this is going to be the Fantastic Four, oh, and this is going to be mutants. The predictions that, that are wrong are the best part well, of the internet right now. And we'll start to talk about the end credits in a second, but in the end <laughs> credits there's a picture of a monkey and apparent um, on a brick wall, because everything's on a brick wall. We did it. Um, that monkey is apparently the symbol for some biker gang in Madripoor called the Golden Monkeys, I want to say. I've probably got that wrong, something like that. Um, but they have a huge part in Wolverine's backstory. Mm. So Look, I think we're introducing elements to get yeah. to them eventually, but we well, need to maybe Yeah, just, I thought it sort of be included yeah. there because obviously the in the comic series, the mutants and... Mutants are like, like you said, Magneto's the parents of the Maximoff children. Mm. 
in that one, and they're like, this person's beat this person, and like Thanos met Wolverine, and all that sort of stuff. They're all intertwined into it. So all these people are jumping on things going, that's a mutant thing, they're coming in. I'm like, no, we're just making references to say that it is the same universe. You've yeah. still got a long yeah. time before there's, there's, they come There's out. little doors for them. Yeah. Should they appear? Yeah. But that's kind of it yeah. for the moment. Well, I don't want them to appear. I don't. Yet. Well, Feige, Yet. But that's what Feige said. Feige, and we, he's never lied to us. I keep saying it. And he said they won't be in the MCU for a very long time. Which, and that's exactly yeah. right. Why get rid of it now? Like, thinking of the long term. Yeah, sure, they've gone for 10 years. Phase four and five can kick off another 10 years. Yeah. And why not think it in the future? Why not in 10 years from now are we then going to start yeah. the X-Men? No reason. No, why get rid of it all now and then go, oh, Because, I mean, you content. can always do what they did and then do Days of Future Past and completely and fuck all timelines anyway. And just everything. Well, but we still have First Avenger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Captain <laughs> America Infinity Stones. <laughs> yeah. We don't know if he's given them back. We don't know where they went to. We don't know what's going on. What did he do? How what did he, did he do? Did he just go back and hand the hammer back to... Um, How do you hand yeah. the Soul Stone back? And also, is Red Skull not there? And would he not have a few things to say about that? Why would you still be there if it's gone? We'd be like, oh, okay. Because I don't have to guard this anymore. I don't have to guard this anymore. But he, but who took, but Thanos took it and he was still there because, oh no, they went back in time. No, they went back in time. They went back in time. It's all about time. Okay. Anyway. Who knows what happens with Red Skull? Who knows if you give the Soul Stone back, what do you do? Throw it up into the clouds or whatnot. But do you get... Black. Does your person then come yeah, from but the Yeah, say soul like, for a soul, bitch. <laughs> I do have to say that after watching these first two episodes, um, you can see how it would have been a perfect run on from Black Widow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which we now have to wait. Until July. July 9. So let me talk to you about why this has upset me. This and let is, me tell you why. So, um, obviously, I don't know if you guys know this, but there was a little thing called um, the 2020 pandemic that happened what? last year. What is, is this that, thing you speak what of? What is that all about? To who? I'm still doing the same thing. <laughs> uh, and so to stimulate growth in the economy, um, the New South Wales government's giving out vouchers to go to theatres and cinemas mm. and stuff like that. So it was coming out uh, on April 29, I believe, and I'm like, Using my vouchers, going to gold class, going to watch it. Well, now it's moved to July 9, and you have to use those vouchers by June 30. Mm. I'm not very happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I've said this before on many, many media platform. Um, I understand why they're doing it. There's no reason if people can't go to cinemas, why waste a movie? Like and it's a good movie. And it's a good like, movie for other things. I understand for like the mo- like the monsterverse and that sort of thing. Maybe like Legendary's monsterverse and like DCU and all that sort of stuff, where you don't currently have streaming content. You have to release your movies. Like should we go to cinema or not? We've got nothing on streaming. Maybe we should just bring it to streaming and let people see it. We have like the premiere of Falcon Winter Soldier, the highest streamed thing mm. in the world ever. Great, they're doing kick ass at streaming. This goes and then Loki starts. That's already planned out. They've already planned out. And so there's no point releasing a movie made for cinema on streaming when you don't have to. You're not desperate for the content, like, to get people watching. The content is there on streaming. Why release it? I hate the fact that I can't see it. I would like to see it. I know. But I understand the decision. I just, and I know it's for primarily the American European market. Absolutely. Because we've got our cinemas open. We've we been watching movies. We've so. been watching repeats of movies <laughs> for so long now because our cinemas are open. Boys for Life was the number one movie oh, really? last year. That I, the amount of things we've seen... That More shouldn't than have one. That shouldn't have been seen. I went to a Lord of the Rings marathon, marathon at the movies a couple of weeks ago because there's nothing else on. I just... I'm... I love Disney Plus, and the reason I bought Disney Plus was for Falcon and Winter Soldier, because obviously it was going to be the first thing that was going to be on, but I'm not, knowing that I can go to the movies, I'm not paying the extra to watch it on my little TV, No, but I can pay less to see it Absolutely. On the Look, I bought Disney Plus, I watched Big Business with Lily Tomlin <laughs> and did. Bette Midler, and then cancelled immediately, um, and then came back for Mandalorian, and then held on for yeah. this, and so this is the only thing. I don't watch anything else on it. They have Grey's Anatomy in Station 19 now, so I'm happy. Yeah, so all you're that stuff. Fine. <laughs> yeah, my medical drama's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Star's actually quite good, but that was, yeah, I'm not a TV watcher, so, and I, yeah, again, why pay more money for it? I'd rather go to the cinemas. It's yeah. just that simple. If it's made for cinema, it's made for, there's so much of a difference in cinema, but 
these things are made for streaming, so I'm happy to stream them. Stream but, away, Dixie. But this Lane. this episode in particular has made me excited for Black Widow. Absolutely. The movie. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? They're bringing the Snyderverse to cinemas, so bring just a full run of Falcon and Winter Sol- Soldier the whole season. I'd do just it. Just put it on the movies. Yeah. I'll go. But I'd sign me up. I'd, yeah. I'd do for WandaVision too, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Like, there's probably... Yeah. 40 minutes towards the, like a whole episode towards the end where I could go out and get my popcorn and whatever and come oh, back absolutely. and watch that last I know one. The I'm late to life, so it wouldn't make any yeah. difference to me. I could For happily turn up and yeah. good to go. I know but see, the it might exact be different... reasons I'm going to the bathroom in that. Yeah, fine. <laughs> but it also might be a different experience for you now that you know what they're referencing. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... Yeah. yeah. Mm. And also everything's... Yeah. I just think things look better on the big screen. Yeah. They do. Just... They sound better. Yeah. Particularly action stuff. So I really would like to see. That's why I said Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'd love mm. to see these scenes. Uh, Bucky said his first swear word in the MCU he tonight. He said shit. He said shit. <laughs> Hasn't said and shit And it was before. funny and no one was there to say language. Julie. I know. I was hoping Sam might have said something, oh, but he didn't. Um, what I love about the show too is the music. And then I realised after watching the credits, which we'll talk about the credits now, um, they've brought Henry Jackman back who yeah. did Winter Soldier and Civil War yeah. stuff. So they've yes. kind of kept him so it sounds great. Because when they started to play the Captain America theme when John Walker came out of the helicopter, yeah. and I was like, I was Ooh. like knives on the inside. <laughs> well, I was like, no. I agree. Because I'm like, to me, that was Steve. It wasn't Captain America. But st- and it's and that's Steve's that's music. the different. It's Steve. Yeah, it's that's Steve. it. And that kind of like when it played, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like the Captain America's theme, but it just wasn't. Because it was that's Steve's thing. The best thing about the MCU is that they have made these characters who they are. Yeah. So it's not like Captain America and Hulk, blah 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 blah. It's like your Bruce Banner dealing with all your crap. Your Steve trying to deal with all your things. Mm. Like, they've humanised yeah. everyone. That's which it. is why I love this episode with Bucky, because we're probably, probably properly seeing a proper human dealing with trauma yes. and grief. And it's quite obvious he hasn't grieved for Steve in any aspect no. yet. Even though Steve is most probably still alive and what, on a moon base or something. Somewhere. <laughs> watching, us, watching us all. Well, because it's really Kicking funny when he said... with um, Nick Fury. That's what, I, that's what I thought. So maybe when he says someone wants to see you up there to Rochambeau, they're talking yeah. about Steve and not Rogers. talking about... How amazing. And right there expecting Nick Fury and it's Chris Evans. Oh, my God. I don't have an issue. Mm. I love love it. Um, Yeah, so um, best thing in the episode for you, Katie? Um, Shrink scenes and getting like that flip side of Bucky. Love it. Sex. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd just like to point out there was no sex in the episode. This is Gareth's hormone speaking. It is, 100%. Um, There were two moments. Yep. Um, The first moment was the very start of when they introduced John Walker and then it flashed immediately to Bucky watching the television. Mm-hmm. That, I said, that just changed my perception so quickly and put me back on his side. And then the chin rise from Daniel Brawl at the end. <laughs> just, once again, gone. I'm part of the Soviet Union again. Sign me up for the Red Army. I was there. Okay. All right. Um, I, I agree with um, Katie. It's the, the flip side of Bucky for yeah. me. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm waiting to see that kind of really come to fruition because he's got it in him. He's a fantastic actor and I just think we haven't seen enough of what he can bring to the I'm table I'm really excited yet. to watch that dynamic build though. Yep. Like the mm. whole idea of like Falcon and Bucky in that shrink yep. scene was just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited to see, see that And goes. that's probably like a lot of the scenes, especially WandaVision and in the first episode, I'm like, there are scenes that could have been cut down. That's something that could have gone a little bit longer, like... To yeah. be honest. Yeah, they could have Just like a that smidge, out. smidge longer. Flesh yeah. that out, yeah, it would have been nice. Yeah, but I'm very excited to see Oh, I'm back on board. Go. I'm so back on board. Oh, my God, Becky, look at my butt. Now, let's talk <laughs> about the credits. So you uh-huh. made a... <laughs> so after we absolutely put crap on the show last week, oh, it's so disappointing and I don't like Bucky and you're like, but he's got somewhere to go. I never said I don't like Bucky. No, he didn't. <laughs> I was so... I have complicated feelings towards Bucky. And let me talk to you about this. Gillian needs sunshine to grow. That's who she is. I have goals. She is a child of her emotions as opposed to a product of her environment, which I, I am. lived with a grandmother who thought the iron was on, like, all the time. Yeah, um, that's from a little movie called The Mexican Ladies and Gentlemen. Go about check it our out. Lives. Underrated. Underrated film. Um, Bucky is like... 
and I don't know why I'm using this example because I've never had a husband, but he's like your husband's good-looking best friend. You don't want to engage too much. You don't want to look too hard. <laughs> so I have complicated feelings because they're wrapped up in how I feel about Steve Rogers. I know. So this episode was really good to see him start to address and disengage for me. Yeah, that's what I like. That's fine. So yeah. <laughs> so after we kind of dumped on everything, we had a look at the credits. Mm. And everything we ever needed to know about the TV series in was the in the credits on the wall. All there. So obviously we see all the propaganda material from um, Cap is back with John Walker. We see little parts of um, the command book with Longing 17 rusted, all that kind of Benign, stuff. Benign, homecoming far from home. <laughs> Spider-Man freight car. Um, but we also have some other little things. There's some writing now, Thaddeus Ross, who we all know last time we saw him in Civil War, was the guy who actually presented them with Sokovia Accords. Yeah. He's actually saying that there is an enhanced person's project whose files have all been given over to a Major Donovan, who we haven't met yet. We've seen the Golden Monkeys emblem. We've seen a lot of the Flag Smashers mm. stuff. Um, then we have, <laughs> as you pointed out, a blank wall. Yes. So, every time someone comes up with their face, it'll say who they are, unless we haven't seen them yet. So, we haven't seen Sharon Carter. So, even though there's a picture of her, it doesn't come up with Emily Van Camp. So, the very last thing that we saw today, it comes up with the purple mask, and then with Daniel Brühl. Yes. Then there's a whole other wall scene before we hit the credits, which... Seems like there's going to be an and. Yeah, well, anytime you have credits and you have a with, it's always followed by an and. If you don't have a with, it's just and. So if Daniel Brühl was the end, it yep. would have just said and Daniel Brühl. But it says with Daniel Brühl, meaning that there's then going to be an and somebody else, which yep. is usually a large name. And their pictures attending to all the animation behind them is matching up to who their characters are. Yeah. So on the back of this one, it's the actual emblem for the displaced persons council Mm -hmm. that they talked about so it's someone who's going to be some type of authority figure some type of direct blah 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 my guess is that we're going to get john hurt back as thaddeus ross oh william hurt john hurt he died i loved him so much john hurt and john hurt both of them (laughs) we've lost both of them sorry william hurt um we also know that william hurt is coming back for um she-Hulk yes. as well, yes. as with Tim Roth, which yeah. is amazing. Um, so, who do you think? That's like I think it could be either Ross because Everett Ross was the one that dealt with. Oh, so we're looking at Martin Freeman. Yeah, because okay. he's the All one right. who dealt with Zemo and Sharon. Who was Sharon's boss yeah, at the time? Exactly. Wasn't he? So okay. he's the only other okay. option. And no I'm one's talked there. about him yet, have no. they? No, Nobody. no. So that, and as I said, usually Anne's are a name. Yeah. And those two are sort of those are names that warrant, I believe, an and. I mean, usually it's Nick Fury. It's usually always and Samuel L. Jackson yeah. as Nick Fury. Except yeah. there's one episode where he's a with and he gets trumped. There's one movie. Oh yeah, and who is it? It's with it's not it's not Robert Redford, is it? It's not. No, it's no. not. But there's one movie where it's with Samuel L. Jackson and someone else, and I can't well, remember I what it is. Well, I expect both of you to watch this entire thing to find out. Oh, I watched it recently. So I, I feel really disappointed like, that I don't know who it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's only one of them I picked up. Which usually everything is and Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, and one yeah. was with Samuel L. Jackson. And somebody else, and I was like, it "Was it is. Infinity War? Had to be Infinity. Has to be Infinity War." Oh, somebody, or no, Endgame. somebody guest starred as a big name. I'm trying to think of who it was. Not Jeff Bridges. I'm no, in you guys. no, 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 Katie. This is terrible. This is hurting me more than <laughs> Katie. <laughs> do you have any thoughts on who you think it could be, or no. would, would you see? Would you see the guy who gave this? Oh, I know exactly who it is. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, now I'm proud of you. Yeah, well Kate, done. Uh, oh, you know who trumped, or you know who it's going to be? No, I know who trumped. Okay, who trumped? Um, it's Spider-Man Far From Home. It's with Samuel L. Jackson and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, of course. Yeah, of that's course. That's who it is. So I was like, of that's course. the only time well that's done. happened, I think. Maybe it's Jake Gyllenhaal. He's dead, but I don't care. No, he's, he's not, not dead in no, this. No, he's not dead in this. He's not dead in this. Wow. Oh, be still my beating heart. All right. <laughs> that's too many emotions. That's too many. Like that's too many. Most amazing episode ever. Like, that's like sitting in room with all your exes. <laughs> 
that's like a therapy session I'm not ready for at all. No. Done, no. I don't know if you saw the cold fear you just creep over my right, eyes. God, all it needs is for Gary Barlow to do the music and then, whoa! You lie. <laughs> now anyway. I know what's ending this episode. <laughs> okay, lovely. Um, um, yeah, anyway. So the, all the things in the credits. There's also a thing that says the power broker is watching. And we heard about the power broker. Power broker's men. Yeah, we heard about the power broker's men in this. Now, the power broker in the comics. He does like a cash for... Um, carry cash and carry sort of thing. You can bring your goods in and give him cash. <laughs> he gives you cash the for them. The power broker. I'm just looking for some like power tools. I oh, that's, that's it, right. Yes, yeah, sorry. No, you please continue. I, I would like a good Makita thing. That would be fantastic. <laughs> um, like a so Makita. The right. power broker is like an Arn, Arn Manzola type of character who is doing experimentations on people. Mm. So I'm going to say that he has developed and or had part of the serum. Yeah. Um, because the text that got sent to Carly Morgenthau, which was... You took my shit. You took my stuff and gonna I'm going to kill ass. you. Yeah. yeah. Now, in the comics, uh, his, his real name is Carl Malice, and he was mentioned very briefly in Jessica Jones, the, the Netflix TV series. I don't know if they're going to retcon that, because um, I don't know whether they're thinking that they're canon, but we are bringing Charlie Cox in, so who knows? You bet it's Charlie Cox. I mean. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Just Maybe it's Daredevil. Maybe it's and Charlie Cox. And can I'm... you imagine? No. I mean, can you imagine? No, because my temperature just went up like 40 degrees thinking about Bucky and Daredevil in a scene together. It's going to be the together. biggest sadistic joke known to mankind to be like, and Finn Jones. Oh, that's terrible news. <laughs> Great DJ, by the way. No Iron Fist, no. Um... Yeah, so in the comics, he actually takes Red Wings, an actual bird, and he actually takes Red Wings' DNA and fuses it with Joaquin Torres. And we've met Torres, who's the little the little guy, the young guy who works in the Air Force. Wow. Sorry. Racist Jillian. Well, no, the little guy is in, he looks like he's 12, and I'm a middle-aged woman. Sorry. Um, so they get, he emerges him, and he becomes the new Falcon, and he's actually a Falcon in the comics. Oh, it's like when, Wings. when Sam becomes Captain, Captain America. America. Um, so, yeah, so we're looking at some experimentations happening. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. What happens there? And I said that's, I think that's possible. Um, toys seem to have been ruining a lot of things for people. Can lately. you imagine? Like, I'm just, I thought about this the other day. If you imagine back into like, oh God, whenever it was made, and I can't remember, and I'm really embarrassed, I can't think, so I'm not going to say what it is. But you can imagine like Hasbro released like a Norman Bates um, in mother costume before Psycho, Psycho came out. Yeah, and you'd be like, absolutely. What? What? But that's what's happening at the moment. All these toys are coming out and just destroying so the So Evan plots. Peters came into WandaVision yeah. and then they put out a um, the Halloween Funko of him early, which said Pietro Maximoff. Yeah. And no one knew if it was him or not yeah. or what was going on. So everyone had the crap. Um, I don't know. Was it? Was it Funko that let out the Mechagodzilla? Yeah, Funko Pop did the Mechagodzilla, even though... Like, been completely under wraps that Mechagodzilla is in the new Godzilla. And I love that after they released that, they just released a trailer with Mechagodzilla at the end and went, oh, well, here it is. You all know it's coming. That's it, right? Saying. This is what it looks like. The Disney Japan store. And this is who does it. I love the Japanese. The Disney Japan store have put up, and they're actual toys. Yeah. So there's a Winter Soldier one that says Marvel Legends, but it's very Bucky from the comics. It's got nothing to do with Falcon and mm. the Winter Soldier. But then... There's the one with the branding down the bottom, Falcon the Winter Soldier, and it's Sam in the Captain, Captain America, America costume with the wings. So I'm like, well, that's just given. <laughs> it's a giveaway, yeah. As I mentioned to you, I, did, <laughs> I briefly read an article on this, and I don't remember where it was, but it's, it's sort of, I don't know whether it was the biggest cover-up known to mankind, but they sort of said, no, they released this, and there's another one coming of a, a what-if scenario. Of mm. if he was, okay. if he had, to, this is what Sam would look like as Captain America because we all wanted him to be Captain America. So here's, here's this, and there's other stuff that's going to come of like, what if, like imagine things just so they can have extra versions of Sam because yeah, Sam yeah. has worn the same thing yeah. the whole time. Whereas I have three Bucky Funko Pops uh, in different <laughs> outfits, <laughs> no, and right. I still don't have all of them. And like Jillian has 85 Steves. But because Bucky, yeah, they're on the wall. I'm looking at them right now. Um, but there's only ever been one Sam. He's only worn one outfit, so they released. And he looks a, like yeah. a deodorant can. 
He looks like he should have Rexona written across him. Give him a good outfit, please. They do look a bit like Captain America pajamas. I'm not going to Oh, that's a bit cute. (laughs) Which I wear like a onesie. Yeah, I buy them. So we're waiting for the power broker. So I'm yeah, he should be here at six. I'm thinking he's going to hit the Mikita. No, that's yeah. the love broker. Oh, sorry. I was yeah. after the flooding, everyone's after the power broker. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, don't even talk about my windows in those rooms, mm. man. Um, so he could be someone that we don't know yet. Because, like, when Wyatt... Right, well, I can't even say his name. Riot Russell. When Riot Russell... Wyatt Russell was cast... He must. Have, he kept that under, like you know, they have to keep it under wraps. And I kind of think they wouldn't just waste the power broker, the way that he's kind of been touted, like on I, someone look, without f- a name. I feel that. Yeah, I agree. But I feel that they've done some amazing things at keeping things under wraps, particularly like the reveal of Red Skull in um, Infinity War. Oh, mate, that blew my huge. mind. Even though it wasn't Hugo Weaving. Um, didn't great, care because it was did, Red Skull. Didn't go because it was Red Skull and the guy impersonation was amazing. But what happened in Ed Game, there have been so many things that they've just really well kept under wraps. Again, still Disney, that Luke Skywalker reveal of Mandalorian, bring it back, under wraps. Yeah. Like we had guests, but we were like, everyone was sussing out if anyone knew anything about it. Mark Hummel was sworn to secrecy. So, yeah, again, I feel like somebody's going to... And these mm. ones seem much more reliable than yeah. uh, lots of the Avengers. Yeah, 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 yeah right? <laughs> they so, don't need a babysitter every time they long, get an interview. Yeah, that's it. As long as, like, you didn't tell Mark Ruffalo or Tom Holland, like, there's a chance. <laughs> I love that, like, for press, they they had to put Benedict Cumberbatch with Tom Holland. Yeah. And they said, we know that you're here to do the movie, but you're here to keep him quiet. Yeah. That's the that, reason that's you're exactly here. That's <laughs> exactly right. Um, I remember the guys from Solo, when Solo first came out. Was it Solo? Or was it? No, it wasn't. Sorry, tell a lie. It was um, when Rogue One yeah. came out and they were doing an interview with them and one of the guys just said, oh, it's my job to look after him, but then he dies and blah, blah, blah. We just sort of just said it at this interview, but before the thing had premiered anyway. That wasn't with Ahmed, was it? No, no, I can't, no, can't remember who it was. But I just remember seeing, just like, oh, this happens. And then I look up this guy, but then he dies. So my character has to take on his own arc. And they're like, oh, my God. He just dropped it and let it go. <laughs> so you just can't trust people, but... If no, this person hasn't been in anything else before, yeah, yeah anyone could like, you know, Judy Dench is just going to step out and go, hello, I'm the porn broker. Would make my the porn broker, <laughs> the power broker. That's same, same, same. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like could be anyone, could be Meryl Streep, you just oh! don't. No, Brad Pitt, I'm saying it, it could be anyone. I, I know that he was in Deadpool for that little cameo, yeah. but they haven't used him yet and there's got to be some, like, there has to be it something. It could be anyone and that's it. And that's the beauty of it is they haven't announced it and it could be, and could be anyone and a step out and I think it's just, we're just going to cream ourselves. Yeah. I hope so. That's what I'm looking forward it's to. It's just adding to that feeling of we just don't know. It's yeah. great. I mean, it's, it's the franchise now that you want to what be, be involved in. <laughs> what should be alternate universe Peggy who came back with Steve? Still happy about <laughs> that. Right? It could be anyone. It could be I'm Aaron. I mean, it could be anyone that sort of like comes out. I love that they brought back Aaron from the Apple Store for the Xbox ads. Have you seen those? Oh, it's so good. good. And he's Noob Master 69 from um, Rag. No, sorry. Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. Which makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, it's yeah. so good. They're so good. But it's like this is the franchise to be involved in at the moment, and particularly because like very little in America, very little movies being made. There's lots of movies being made here in Australia. Um, but if you get in on this, I mean, look at, at the guys from look at Darcy and um, what's his name? Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo uh, from Wandavision. You get a little role in this, and then you're almost guaranteed a TV series. And how many movies? I know, so any big name is going to dive on top of it and go, Absolutely. yep, pick me. Yep. I want to work. I'm fine. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so um, we won't do an Infinity Star rating yet. We'll do that at the end. But what would you give this episode out of five? Five. Katie? Four. Cool. I'm giving it a ten. <laughs> <laughs> out of five. No, I'm giving it a nine out of five because there was no Steve. Um, oh, I like fair. my Steve content. No, um, it had everything I asked for. Everything I asked for last week it had. I can't complain. <laughs> Katie, what are you looking forward to? Because obviously we had no content from like 19, from 2019. And then this year we've like flooded with Marvel content. They're just kind of like throwing it at us. Mm. What are you most looking forward to? I'm torn between Loki and Black Widow. But cool. I think Loki. Are you excited for Hawkeye? 
Yes. But, but you don't know enough about yeah. it. I'm the same. Yeah. Because I love Hawkeye. Yeah. But it depends which way they go with it. I was very much the same with Loki until I watched the trailer. I was really torn about whether I was going to love it or hate it. Yep. But now that I've seen the trailer, I think I'm going to love it. It looks fantastic. Aesthetically, it looks beautiful. I just want to point out that when we went to Avengers Station on Las Vegas, and at the very end you get to pick what Avenger you want to be, and you sort of like have these mobile phones and you fight (laughs) people or whatever. And I chose Hawkeye, and the guy was like, nobody chooses Hawkeye. And I was like... What? Yeah. Come on, man. It's Hawkeye. Like, he's like, and it was literally... even a hand-eye coordination activity yeah. that, like, yeah. Mr. Bow and Arrow right? was going to smash. I know. Why and, like, the guys are like, nobody has chosen Hawkeye. But I'm just, can, if I can just say a few words about Hawkeye, Jillian, if you don't mind. Well, I have, I do have something else to say you in say regards it to Well, obviously, Jeremy Renner is in the TV series, but it's, it's setting up Kate Bishop to yeah. be the new Hawkeye who's the young Avenger. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, in Endgame, we know that he went in on a bit of a shall we call it Bucky-style death rampage, when he became Ronan. Yes. Um, and we're actually, it looks like they're setting... He became Ronan Keating. It was the change <laughs> that nobody was expecting. Um, there actually looks like they're in development with a Disney Plus series for Echo, who is the character that made him into Ronan. So we're probably going to get more Jeremy Renner. What's the name? As Hawkeye. Echo. 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 No. Echo. <laughs> you! I walk straight in. Straight that. into it, people. Straight into so it. So I feel like the, like the Hawkeye that we know, we will be getting more of him in years to come. So you have a few things to say about Hawkeye? I do have a few things to say about Hawkeye and the underappreciation of Hawkeye mm-hmm. and particularly of watching back Age of Ultron, which I hated when I first saw it and then I've got so much more of appreciation for it as it goes on. His relationship with Wanda in Age of Ultron, his relationship with Wanda in Civil War, the fact that he was not reference mentioned or had nothing to do with WandaVision was one of the things that upset me about WandaVision. Not much upset me about WandaVision, not much, but he was the one that always brought her back. And that could have been so little, like, maybe we need to contact Barton. Anything. It could have been... I mean, Especially, just... it was like those flashback scenes where you watched Vision come in and save yeah. the day. And I was yeah. like, yeah, but, mm, but... I don't know. Hawkeye was there, like, she was like, like at the end that. of Age of Ultron. He pulled her and said, look, if you want to sit here and cry, I'll go get your brother. But if you walk out that door, you're an adventure. Like, he's the one who pulled her into it. Yeah. He's the one that then told her to get off her ass. Lucky because... Pietro weren't coming back together. Yeah, right, that's awkward. Um, then Civil War, exactly, like, saved her and said, no, you need to get off your ass if you want to actually do something. Like, people are always going to be scared of you. You need to control the fear sort of thing. He has always been there for her and always motivated her, and there was yeah. no presence. And you said it could have just been, where is he? Can't get in contact with him. Yeah. And that would have been fine. And, and it, it would have also been, like, when she turned up to the, um, when they did the flashback sequence where she actually went to the sword princess. Yeah, yeah. Someone could have said, do you want us to call Barton? Yeah, and, anything. And that Haywood guy could have been like, shh, because I'm being an evil genius yes. type Whoa. thing. That's all we needed. Yeah. And it, it makes me hope, especially that Hawkeye is due out at the end of this year on um, Disney+, Plus, mm. that if they are actually setting up Wanda to be more catastrophic for Multiverse of Madness, that he actually comes in to try and help Stop her. Yeah. 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 And that's it. And, like, I missed yeah. it. I really feel that, like, look, props to Scarlett Johansson and B-dubs, as you call her, Black Widow. B-dubs. I love B-dubs. For being there <laughs> since Iron Man 2 all the way through. Yeah. And, like, in the year... We I gave... do feel sorry for her that this keeps getting popped. I know. The poor thing. But Especially she's... now that she's dead. Like, yeah. it would be so bad if you knew your story was ongoing. And that's you know, the whole there's thing. There's another chance. When you die, like... like, the movie coming straight out of it, like, that was kind of yeah. it. But now she's been dead for a while now. We're like, eh. But, um... I do. I love. I appreciate that she's getting a movie, but and he's getting like a TV show. I really. I want more appreciation for. I really do love Hawkeye, and I love Jeremy. Well, considering I, I don't, he's the only Avenger not to have. We gave Paul Rudd a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did for a reason. But let's give Hawkeye a movie because let's be honest, he was the catalyst. Yeah. Like at the beginning of um, Endgame. He's 100%. the first shot. The first shot we see is his family going. 100% he 
He threw the emotion in when he came back and she wasn't there. And, and you've got that whole, like, backlash from all of that. You can go into that whole story. There's so much you can, can do with it. And you can pick up him. and go from, like, the redemption and story And also in the comics, too. And also, yeah. he's, he's an aging Avenger. Like, let's be honest. He, he doesn't age like Bucky because Bucky keeps, you know, I'll come out for six months, they put me back on ice, which is why he looks the way that he does. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, cryotherapy does really good things for your skin. I'm starting it next week. <laughs> <laughs> um... In the comics, he loses his hearing. Like, he's deaf at one point. That's something that could be dealt with in a movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and what you have to kind of I do. I feel like someone going... like him would be your ideal candidate for your mentor role for your young Avengers too. 100 like, he's absolutely got that. Like, Which is obviously what he's doing with Kate Bishop in the yeah. thing. But you need... That kind of but he already has a relationship like with Wanda. Needs to, yeah. So just build on that. Absolutely. Yeah. He already wants that person with Wanda. From, so, because we had Iron Man first, so obviously he's our first Avenger yeah. that we saw. Then we had Thor. No, we didn't. We had Iron Man 2, then Thor. Oh, yes. But, okay. But as in, like, an introduction character. But then, yeah, because yeah, Black yeah. Widow came in in Iron Man 2. Yeah. So those two. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So I was going to say, because then, like, we got Cap last. Like, you saw Clint Barton in Thor yeah. before yeah. you saw Absolutely. anyone else. Like, like, Hulk was in, yeah, Hulk obviously in there somewhere sort of thing. Cap yeah. was the last person introduced. And we know, like, Ruffalo will just do whatever yeah. Ruffalo. Ruffalo seems to love it. So, like, obviously we're getting him in She-Hulk. Yeah. What else is he doing? Which is amazing. What but, else um, is he doing? He finds it funny. And at least funny. we'll know the whole storyline before we have to see it. Like, <laughs> well, you can just tell us. <laughs> well, when he said, like, when they're doing the press tour for um, Endgame, before they'd finished um, doing all of the scenes, and they put down Tony's funeral as a wedding. Yeah. So no one. But he was walking past with Chris Evans and went, he gets married in this. Yeah. Which he did, but he didn't know it, but he still let it yeah. slip. Still <laughs> let it slip. I'm just like, oh, he needs he to be just, quiet. Oh. It's I almost like it. you need there to be a lockdown while you film his stuff so that he sits in his little bubble and he can't. There's no repercussions the for life. Like, if you were like a featured extra or someone just a first time actor oh my God, and you and blew you it, you would be that. sued of everything you own. Yeah. You would be destroyed. And these guys are like, ah, Tom Holland, this is what happens. Great. Little bastards. Kids, awesome. That movie seems insane. Who I don't understand that film. I'm so scared. So many people. So no way many home. people. No way home. So many people. Um, look, we should probably wrap up because we're not talking about Falcon. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> so Sorry, people. but it has just. It's. I was a bit. I was a bit thingy after the last penultimate two episodes of Wandavision. I liked the last episode. The two before it, I was a bit, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. I thought Jimmy Woo kind of got lost in the mix. I felt Darcy got lost in the mix. Could have done way more with them. Then we had this really slow first episode, so I was like, oh, come on, guys, pick it up. I know DC does their TV series really well. Yeah, they do. This has just made me excited for the MCU again, though. Oh, like 100%. Episode, As I yeah. said, I'm back on board. I said last week it happened and we were like, Mer, and usually yeah. I'm hanging for Fridays. We've got like characters, today, we like, don't yeah. know who's coming. I'd love to see Martin Freeman again, to be honest, because I feel like he kind of got a, a, a short shaft in Black Panther. He and, needs to work in his accent too, so I'd like to give him another go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know that he's the one that has said no to doing any more Sherlock's? Like, Benedict Cumberbatch is like, yeah, I'll be up for it. And he's like, oh, I think I'm too busy. Mm, nah. No. You're doing what? No. Doing what, Bill uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is very busy. <laughs> very, very busy. busy. Uh, and still managing it. So and Still not being able awesome. to say Penguin. Well, thanks, guys. Um, no, thank you, Jane. I think uh, if I can get the girls over for um, to do next week, that would be awesome as well because you're away, Mr. I Davis. am away. Um, Look at you having a social life. Right. First time <laughs> in 12 months. <laughs> um, yes, restrictions ease. No more masks on buses. I'm so excited. And dancing. I can breathe and dancing. Um, so it might just be me, like, rambling into the microphone, but I'm fine to do that. Um, but I'm very excited. I can't wait to see what Zemo has to say. <sighs> if he talks to them <sighs> at all. <sighs> um, and, and where the action kind of goes from here. He will open his mouth and talk and I'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Just a toothless wad of gum on the yeah. floor. Whether, you know, he's getting out of jail, like pushes all of Sharon Carter's activate buttons to go and get him. I do. And where does the, like, where does the cow come into it? Where does the mask come into it? And it kind of looks like the mask that the Flag Smashers are wearing. Yeah, 100%. So I'm just, I don't know where this is yeah. going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Whether, and that's it. I, I'm, I'm torn between whether he's like, I'm going to finish them or if you can't beat them, 
lead them. But like, this is the thing: is he going to lead them to get rid of Bucky and then turn them on each other? other. Like yeah. the guy is a smart guy. The, the chess pieces were the thing that got me. As soon as I saw them, I went, "Everyone's going down." Chess <laughs> pieces terrible. was it? Like, how do we make this guy look like he's super intelligent? Mind chess piece always does it. He's yep. been strategizing for five years. For five years, that's had nothing else to do. Right, <laughs> exactly right. So, and they've just and bless him, Bucky's just walked straight into it by saying, "Yeah, let's go talk to him." He's the guy we need to talk to. Yeah. Oh, Bucky. Yeah. Bucky Sergeant Bucky Barnes. Bucky. Yeah. I do love when she calls him James. I think it's amazing. James. Yeah, James. Mm. Tell me, Bucky. <laughs> Tell me, James. Yes, my name is Bucky. Oh. Tell me, Bucky. Okay, guys. Well, that's it. As always, um, don't be a fucking casual and... Katie will deep fry your kebab. (laughs) (laughs) She's been waiting to do it for so long. Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.